0: I Shocking. It's it must be just terrible, you know. It does, it's just a so feel empty a bit, to be honest with you, just can't believe it. But I know what you mean, all those years of service. Jesus, shame, man. it's a shame mate, it's a yeah. shame, really is. Here one minute, gone on the next. Mm, that's what I say, that's what I say. I'm so devoted though, you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely put his shoulder to it. Every time mate, the yeah. best, the best.
1: Best absolute
0: hero, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. But then again, you know, he had a
1: ripe old age, all oh, that time at sea as well. Yeah. Constantly, really. yeah.
0: Constantly, really. Constantly at well, sea. yeah, you know, a lot of the time, you know, I mean, he had a lot of travelling under his belt, you yeah. know. Yeah. Travelled so, the world, they say. Yeah. Seen
1: the world. Seen the world, you know. Yeah. But, you know, he got to 99 years old, that's Ooh, not.
0: No, no, he's 128. No, he was He was 75 years he was married, wasn't he? Well, married to the sea, yeah. Oh, hang out but he was not married to the Queen? No, the Queen! Robo married to the Queen! Robo? Pete? He just left any half hour ago, missing him, man. missing him. What are you about Buddy Phil, Dan. Phil? <laughs> Screw the Greek! <laughs> Dan Ross! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, of that No, he can whatever's. <laughs> his beat, I'm missing, mate. Bloody hell! His fire. mucky little face, his toothless grin. I can still see him from I here. I know. That's why I'm missing <laughs> him. <laughs> Get. <laughs> <laughs> He's brought us all his laggal berries and all his food. Well, that's true. That's more than Phil ever did, isn't You're it? You bugger all for me, mate? I know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sort of a hero. I'm not a big sort of um, royalist. No, I can't honest. be doing. Really, can't be doing. Waste of cash, I say. Yeah. Well, was... he did
1: say on the news that. Um, that... <laughs> His passing has mass- left a massive
0: hole for the Queen, right? <laughs> oh, did he used to fill it? <laughs> oh. Fill it. <laughs> fill it a <or> fill.
1: <laughs> but anyway, this is Crackin' Cove, right. a podcast that shines a beacon on the bizarre.
0: And I'm Matt. And I'm Benny. And today
1: we're at a slightly different location on the island today Ooh. because, it, as you can see, it's a little bit echoey. We're out in the storage sheds today because we've been stacking things away, putting things at Pete's come to us. All so the just, goodies. Yeah, all the goodies. So we've got, we've thought, hey, hopefully we'll have a little bit of a snack and a cup of tea outside. We can hear the birds tweeting away and right. sort of like, you know, screaming on the cliffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> those gulls, so Those gulls. And after we've, you know, we we'll have take a bit of a rest and done a bit of casting, we'll continue stacking supplies. Yeah, we'll have five eggs. Yeah, so that's it. So, what I think we should do now is get
0: casting. Oh, you're being casted. <laughs>
1: Talking about Phil, what we need now, we need a little bit of a bit of a callback. I'd say, you know Ooh. what I mean. I think that's where so the first ship out of the harbour today <laughs> is coming back to a little story that we covered. I think it was in the first few episodes of uh, Cracking Cove you know oh, and this is the uh, this is the Prince Philip the Vanuatu tribes mourning the death
0: of <gasps> oh their God oh god I forgot about them yeah. what how they have you got oh
1: cool we covered it. it. tell me God how they handle <laughs> it God's yeah. dead isn't it God is dead to Jesus. them Jesus yeah oh so, wow so this is a story by Tessa Wong from BBC News and it says As Britons mourn the death of Prince Philip, they are joined by a tribal community on a Pacific island half a world away. For decades, two villages on the Vanuatuan island of Tanna have revered the Duke of Edinburgh as a godlike spiritual figure, and a formal period of mourning is now underway. On Monday, scores of tribespeople gathered in a ceremony to remember Philip. The connection between the people of the island of Tanna and the English people is very strong. We are sending condolence messages to the royal family and the people of England. Oh, bless it! Said so the tribal leader, Chief Yappa, <laughs> According to the Reuters News Agency, <laughs> that's oh, amazing, that's isn't so it?
0: Respectfully, <laughs>
1: Yeah. So they the see the Duke as being a recycled descendant of a very powerful spirit or god that lives on one of the mountains, right? And what they did believe was the belief that he was—he uh, went on a massive mission mm-hmm. to marry a princess and um, and sort of like gain a massive community. You know, I mean yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was really. Sort of like to become a great, powerful leader in his own right. Yeah. And through sort of historical records, or by like some form or other, it's got to the island. Yeah, Prince Philip was a guy who went and married this—you know—married yeah. this queen kind of thing. So cool. Uh, they will likely conduct ritualistic dance, hold a procession, and display memorabilia of Prince Philip, while men will drink kava, which is like a—it's uh, like, a, like a brew that's been brewed from my yeah, like plants. Yeah, it's alcoholic. Yeah, that's pool. it. This will culminate with a significant gathering as a final act of mourning. There will be a great deal of wealth on display, right? Mm-hmm. And wealth in this culture means yams and cava plants (laughs) 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 which I think is great but there'll also be pigs because they're a primary source of protein and there will be numerous pigs killed at this ceremonial wow. event, you know. So I think that'd be like pretty terrifying, would not it? Yeah. <laughs> End
0: of apocalypse now or something. That's it, yeah. It's like,
1: Whoa. And Dan McGarry was out there. He was the he was the sort of journalist on the spot. And Well with, now he's he's out there. He was out there yeah, on yeah. the spot, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he was saying that they were gather the people gathering under giant banyan trees. Wow. So it's like yeah, that's what's going on at the moment. So they drink all this powerful liquor. we are all gonna remember Big Phil. <laughs> you know things <laughs> <killing laughs> Yeah, but. that's it. So it's, I, I, th- I think to be honest though, if they're doing that over there,
0: because I think he's, I think they should do it over here. Yeah, get him over. Yeah, yeah slaughtering pigs over. in front of Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd
1: be absolutely fantastic. You know, but.
0: I wonder what they're going to do afterwards. Are they just going to keep him as the god, but he's the past? You know, he's the dead god, or are they going to find a new one? suppose oh, that's a good yeah. question. That's um, a good question. You say. Well, the thing is, you see, is
1: they are going to have to look for something else to sort of fill this void, this cultural void, Mm -hmm. because they've created a a very sort of unusual kind of, um, how can I put it, a very unusual culture, right? See, the thing is, the the villagers, centuries old, cast on, or culture, and way of life, sees Tana as the origin of the world and aims to promote peace. And this is where Prince Philip has played a central role. So over time the villagers have come to believe he's one of them. Right. right? And um, but the thing is you see they, they actually live this this tribe, they live near an airport. They live several kilometres from the nearest airport. Right. And they just made an active choice to disavow the modern world. They just said it's not for us. Ah, good. It's not a physical distance, it's a metaphysical distance. Yeah. They are just they're not they're not sort of seven kilometers away from an airport. 3,000 years away from an yeah, airport that's yeah. the way they're sort of doing things here you know so as you said you know they've got the issue now it's like what to do next right yeah. so it says here that the Duke's death has now inevitably opened up the tricky question of who will take his place in the tribe's spiritual pantheon and discussions are already underway and it may take some time before they decide on a successor I mean I'd personally like you
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Pete Pete <laughs> would be great that would be amazing <laughs>
1: so the observers familiar with Vanuatu where tribal customs usually dictate that the, that the title of chief is inherited by male descendants oh. the answer is obvious yeah. they might say
0: he has left it to Charles to continue the mission <laughs> oh, crikey can you imagine no I can't Not with them fingers, Jesus. (laughs) Old sausage fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Rather worship him as a a, a god, than going to
1: worship him as a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, what though, I think what's going to happen is they're going to. The, the royal family have said they're actually staying in touch with the tribe. They're going to keep sort of like relaying information to them and stuff. Because really, he could see that Phil kind of egged them
0: on a bit. Yeah, he did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah because they
1: were sort of sending things like uh, tribal spears and things to yeah. him. And he would t- have photos even taken with the spear yeah. and then sending in the photos. I'll like, say, Yes, yeah. I'm here. I yeah. am God. <laughs> and you know, then saying, I think you got the wrong guy. I think yeah. you should keep looking. He didn't yeah. do that. He just played up to yeah. it. Yeah. So now, Charlie, that's it now. I
0: think what well, well. they should do is just shit for oh, that would be nice yeah, yeah it's it? all about the green and all that sort so I think he could, he could quite enjoy it really yeah, a bit of peace so. for him at last he'd probably wonder that's why he's trying to turn Cornwall into know, isn't, he, isn't he? Is it uh, oh yeah the,
1: the, he owns because he's the Duchy of Cornwall he owns loads of stuff in Cornwall and that's why there's no motorways that goes to Cornwall wow just because of his influence because of his influence wow. and that, but that is the issue we've got with that you can turn around and say well that's kept it nice and green and rural yeah. but it also makes it really difficult to get to Yeah. And also, as a result of that, there's no industry in Cornwall oh, uh, nice. to speak of, you know, yeah, compared yeah. to the rest of the world. He just wants it looking like a, like a chocolate box sort wow. of thing, say. But for the people of Cornwall, there are no jobs oh apart from God. tourism.
0: Yeah, just relying heavily on yeah. that, which is all right in the last couple of years, isn't it? Mean, he's
1: even built a village there. You yeah. know, he's been, Prince Charles built an entire village in Cornwall, but yeah. it looks like it's hundreds of years old.
0: And it just didn't. Yeah, he just didn't know. Wow. And it's, and you can
1: only live there renting off him. Uh, and there's loads of rules and regulations and stuff. Yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. And basically, he's gets. He you could argue that the you know the Tana tribes people have decided to live three thousand years ago, yeah. whereas. Really, what Prince Charles is, and he's designed to live three hundred years ago. Yeah. That's the sorts of thing So maybe that's what we got in common in a way. Mm. You know, mm. it's a bit weird, yeah,
0: isn't it? It is not it He had involvement in Eden projects. That's down there. As yeah, well, yeah, that's it? yeah. It's yeah. Uh, that is amazing, though. That's yeah, I do. Yeah, I keep Have you you ever been? Been? I am no, I've mentioned it loads of times. because yeah, I do. Yeah. It's just something that really does fascinate me. I love that idea of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, but you've got to go. Cause Have I've, you been? I've been twice. Hey. Cool, yeah, yeah yeah it's,
1: it's really really cool
0: we so you have a it's like
1: a tar of it all you see no you just go in all and right. you can just go in and wander around just, just it's mm. absolutely mental because yeah. uh, for those who don't know what the eden project is it's basically a collection of geodesic domes which are built into the side of an old quarry yeah. right and so it's sort of nestled in this little sort of like a yeah. little curve but it's massive yeah. these domes are Huge, and one of them's like a temperate climate, one of them's a jungle climate, one of them is rainforest, yeah. one of them is desert. Wow, all these, and you can just go in and out as you choose. So, you it know? ain't just a seed bank, they've actually got the plants on display. <laughs> when, when, well, that's, it, that's it. It's, it's the, when you say the plants on display, there it is. Basically, you, it's like walking in the jungle. So it's a living seed bank. I thought it was just like stored away, like dry. No, cold. no, that's no. The Eden Project doesn't. No, no I think you get mixed up there. Cube uh-huh. Gardens is where the seed bank is.
0: All oh, right, well, that's
1: amazing as well because yeah, you've got yeah. like massive buildings where you can go through there. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Uh, the Eden Project is basically a lot more of. Well, that's exactly what it is. Create these geodesic domes. Yeah. Create climates inside each one, which you can create keep particular plants and things inside and see how they're they're cultured but the culture of rare plants there that's what we do we do culture very very rare plants they've got a a titan I think it's a titanarum there which is the largest flower in the world and it only sort of flowers like every sort of like 10 years or something (laughs) how big is it? the flower gets to being about sort of maybe 20 odd feet high
0: (laughs) wow that's cool
1: I might be wrong in that I'd have to look it up but it's it's massive anyway this thing and it only blooms at night for 24 hours sort of thing oh, and then really but it smells of rotting flesh oh is that an Asian one um, no there's a, really like a yeah, there's like f- flesh one out there yeah there's, there's a few kicking about yeah. but this is the biggest one you oh, know? It's it, I, I missed it I missed oh. seeing it by about I think it was by about a week week and a half Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah it. the Eden project absolutely superb yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know he's really really cool and, and uh, yeah maybe Prince Charles I think the Royals do actually do when they get involved in some things they can do a lot of good you know what I mean
0: because Diana with all landmines and that she did make a big difference with that because no one really knew what devastation was you just leave behind it don't they it's absolutely gross is that
1: you know and yeah this this is the thing and it's also like even even, uh, you know Phil, Prince Philip
0: you know with his uh, Duke of Edinburgh award that, that would be a pretty good thing you war. I still think robot's bad though <laughs> <laughs> no that's me we, we need the robot award <laughs>
1: good old robot <laughs> <laughs> On the subject, did you know he did some good, he did some bad and stuff, right? But it was a bit of a gobshite, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Very racial. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? And he said some absolutely appalling
0: things, <sighs> right? <laughs> and I've got a list here oh fantastic because <laughs> they've swept it all under um, the carpet oh, on the, well they're trying to yeah, um, yeah.
1: but some of the, the things that I heard which I thought was absolutely fantastic they're talking about for example um, he, he was a conservationist you know, for like wildlife and things like that way before it was cool to be a conservationist he was into it very passionate about conservation I thought he was shooting yeah. it all yeah. myself I'll well say. this is the thing they said, oh. it said it says, you know, and of course the prince was a very passionate conserva- conservationist but he... He did have a few difficult questions to answer about the time he shot a tiger in India. Oh, <laughs> a tiger. You <laughs> can't horrible, that one, can that's you? Horrible. And they're also saying on the, on the radio, which I thought was great, they're saying, um, you know, uh, well, people always talked about the fact that he was a, a, um, a prince without a kingdom because he was a, yeah. his exiled, was Prince Philip. Ah, uh, right, uh, yeah, he was exiled um, from, from Greece. Yeah. And so, real like you he didn't have wealth as such, yeah. he didn't have a uh, country. He, he was just had royalty, he, he just had the ro- yeah. So they said you know they made a big thing of like when he was marrying the Queen, the Queen I and mean, the family were very much against it. Ah
0: oh, right. yeah.
1: Like there they said they don't want him they didn't want her marrying a a penniless foreign prince wow so there was racism against him which I found (laughs) quite interesting actually he started it all uh, but the thing is there he um, on the radio said well to be honest though uh, he was a royal in his own right he had as much right to be towards the royal throne as Elizabeth did Ooh. because they were both descendants of Queen Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Which then there was a sudden uncomfortable pause on the radio. Like, and <laughs> when they figured <laughs> it out like, oh shit. you yeah. <laughs> good to see like a big red light of incest, yeah. incest <laughs> <laughs>
0: flashing on oh. and off. Here we go again with royals, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like Queen's getting trapped in washing machine. Oh thrills <laughs> oh <you. laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, there was actually a uh, there's quite a good quote that I thought was absolutely superb because Phil did actually have to sort of deal with some sort of uh, quite a lot of racism you know, <laughs> wow. within the royal family. Yeah, you know. yeah, yes. And um, <laughs> this is actually a quote that went on. This is something we put on our uh, um, uh, Instagram oh, calendar. Yeah, yeah. So it, it says here. So many years before, the Queen Mum had welcomed Prince Philip into the family by dubbing him the Hum. <laughs> While other courtiers called him Charlie Kraut or Phil the Greek behind his back. <laughs> and even the saintly princess Diana reportedly referred to him as Stavros. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that word, yeah. <laughs> Although not to his face, as his response might have been robust. He was sailing off the Isle of Wight one year when a skipper of another boat shouted, Oi, out of the way, Stavros! <laughs> <laughs> And Philip yelled back, "It's not Stavros, and it's
0: my wife's fucking water. So I'll do what I fucking well please." <laughs> <laughs> it's my wife's water? No, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is funny. That is funny. It's isn't? a good line, isn't it? And there was somebody else actually
1: responded to that with a great, uh, great little uh, line. And this was uh, from uh, Welsh Yamabushi, oh nice. uh, <laughs> who's, uh, who follows uh, follows the Instagram account there, and it says. Um, I used to work with an ex-police firearms officer who had once been on a team guarding a royal train on an overnight stopover. He said it was freezing cold, and so he and another lad were sharing jokes and having a laugh to keep their spirits up. And it got to about 3 a.m. when we were still laughing and sharing jokes when Prince Philip shouted from inside the train's bathroom, can you bastards keep the bloody noise down? (laughs) Anyway, a combination of cold, fatigue, and God knows what got the better of my mate and prompted him to a spectacular brain fart in which he shouted back Ah, fuck off, you miserable old git. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> and just okay, as he thought boy. at the same
1: time he just thought, oh shit, well that's my career done, you yeah. know. And there just came a massive bellowing laughter from inside the carriage. Oh. And there was never never another word said about it. Oh, that's cool.
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well done, well, Stavros. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Stavros. <laughs>
1: But there's some stuff he did say which is almost unforgivable in ways. Yeah, right? This is what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is from the Guardian. Yeah. Uh, this was a list that they'd compiled.
0: Oh, so, so they've actually done one in print recently. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Good yeah, on them. really
1: insane. So one of the motu- most notorious things he's ever said, right, was uh, he talked about reincarnation in the German media? Did you hear about this? No. He says, "In the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus." To contribute something to solving overpopulation. Jesus, what? So basically, what he wants is he, he I'd like to come back and kill millions. Said oh, Phil. That's
0: very <laughs> dark, isn't, isn't he, it? Isn't?
1: Yeah. But if he he's, he wasn't really bothered about overpopulation, he realised that's the biggest damage to the planet is overpopulation. Yeah. And he was quoted as saying, "There's three times more people on the planet
0: now than there was when I was born." Yeah, yeah, which is. Point, yeah, he but have. he hasn't helped by having four kids, has he? Yeah, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can see it could be like the elite should really survive, and yeah. all them paupers should go, and they'll yeah. be back. I know, can imagine having world. two
1: kids, yeah, have two kids, but fair yeah, enough, yeah. you know what I mean? And I know the royal family like to have what they call an air and a spare, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't don't so yeah, So, But you know, you have two kids, stop them. You know what I mean? You're not bothered. Yeah, yeah. So if you're bothered about overpopula- overpopulation, don't yeah. have four kids, and yeah, they all have about nine kids each, and they all have a load of great great grandkids and all this sort of stuff. You oh, know, so and then they all marry each other, and they <laughs> all have more kids. <laughs> <laughs> so let's have a little sort of um, little look through some of these quotes here, right? Um, um, Prince Philip's uh, opinion of Beijing when he uh, visited China in 1986 was just ghastly. Wow! He just called it ghastly, right? <laughs> he said to a group of deaf children standing near a Caribbean steel drum band that death, if you're near them, no wonder you're deaf.
0: Oh, <laughs> not a good <laughs> pun. <point. laughs>
1: And he said, "If you stay here much longer, you will go home with slitty eyes." To a twenty-one-year-old British student in, who was in China. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a that's really like famous schoolyard racism, isn't it? it? That's it, you know. And he said, "How do you keep the natives off the booze long enough to pass the test?" When he was talking to a Scottish driving instructor <laughs> in 1995. Oh God! <laughs> Please, yes. Then he says, "People usually say it, that after a fire, it is water damage that is the worst." We're still drying out Windsor Castle, and he was saying this to survivors of the Lockerbie Pan Am disaster in
0: 1993. <laughs> oh! He just yeah, he got carrying bone in his body. I have. No, well, he really hasn't, you know.
1: Another quote is saying he said a few years ago, everybody was saying we must have more leisure. Everyone's working too much. Now, once everybody's got more leisure time, they're complaining that they're unemployed. <laughs> People don't seem to make up their minds what they want. And he he, was was talking about the recession that gripped Britain in 1981. Affecting millions of (laughs) British people. So he's like picking swan out of his teeth saying, you know, well, you you said you don't want to work much anymore, you know. (gasps) God. He just said British women can't cook. (laughs) (laughs) He said to a World Wildlife Fund meeting in 1986 if it has four legs and it is not a chair, if it has got two wings and it flies, but it is not an aeroplane, and if it swims and it's not a submarine, the Cantonese will eat it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. He's just... Amazing, you know, amazing. <laughs> He's really working hard at being awful there <laughs> he? said
1: to a wheelchair-bound Susan Edwards and a guide dog, Natalie, he said, Do you know they have eating dogs for the anorexics now?
0: <laughs> oh God, a <laughs> fucking metal, <laughs>
1: On being offered the finest Italian wines by the Prime Minister of Italy, Giuliano Amata, right, at a dinner in Rome, he said, Get me a beer. I don't care what kind it is, just get me a beer.
0: What? Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? it? Isn't just it? just, just that bit where he said he's from Greece, he kind of got thrown out, and then he's still behaving so sort of horribly, he had nothing, yeah. didn't he? And he said, If a cricketer, for instance,
1: suddenly decided to go into a school and batter a lot of people to death with a cricket bat, <laughs> Which he could do very easily. I mean, are you going to ban cricket bats? And this was a Radio Four interview shortly after the Dunblane massacre in nineteen ninety-six. Oh,
0: weirdo! Oh, that's dark. Is that, that is super dark? Right from the beginning, the imagery. You know, I cricket bat yeah. school death. You got whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! And he thought it was funny
1: because he said after they come off air, they could tell the interview was a bit shocked at what he said, yeah. and he was laughing. He said that will really set the cat amongst the pigeons, won't it? Oh, it's not bothered at all. Yeah. So, so he, he's basically the first internet troll, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's asleep to a dead children, you know. <laughs> What's yes. he doing? And he also said, if you travel as much as we do, you appreciate the improvements in aircraft design of less noise and more comfort, provided you don't travel in something called economy class, which sounds ghastly.
0: Oh, God. He, he,
1: so when um, Prince Philip uh, shocked the Aboriginal leader William Brin at an Aboriginal cultural park in Queensland by saying, "Do you still throw spears at each
0: other?" Oh Jesus, he's winding me up now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? He said he went he met a, a wheelchair-bound nursing home resident in two thousand and two and asked, "Do people trip over you?" <laughs> oh God, well, is he buried yet? I'm going to dig him up if he's <laughs> <laughs> and he. he, he <laughs> And he said to a young hopeful astronaut, 13-year-old Andrew Adams, he said, you could do with losing a bit of weight.
0: Oh, well, you're shattering kids' dreams. (laughs) Jesus, what an animal.
1: He he went to a 14 year old member of a Bangladeshi youth club. He said, so who's on drugs here? He looks like he's on drugs. (laughs) 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 And he also said, it's not a very big one, but at least it's dead. And it took an awful lot of killing. Speaking about a crocodile he'd just shot in the Gambia in 1957. <sighs> but one of the things I do feel like what he said was when he was showing his impatience, right? When he was at a dinner party in 2004, he bellowed, "Bugger the table plan! Give me my dinner!"
0: <laughs> 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 that is pretty funny. actually, the bastard's all way in it. Well, I think
1: that's what it boils down to. Everything I've heard about Phil. Yeah. He's, he's just a proper bastard. Yeah, massive bastard. It's just a massive bastard. <laughs> and it's alright to hate a massive bastard, but sometimes when somebody's a massive bastard, there's a grudging respect for Yeah, a I know what bastard. you
0: mean. He's, I hate the idea of like, the great white hunter. But it is kind of funny. Especially back in the 50s when there were animals, not to yeah. spare, but you know, yeah, it's like better that. than getting, getting poached in it, you know what I mean? Just didn't just blow <laughs> fuck out of everything. Yeah. That the took elephants. a bit of killing. Sweep it up.
1: <laughs> Make me a hat stand out of that.
0: It's everything that's wrong with world, but it is. <laughs> he <laughs> just there.
1: well I think it's like Henry VIII was funny wasn't it because he was just, a, just an absolute bastard as well you know.
0: <laughs> yeah he was killing his wives and just getting rid of people and shagging but and the church says don't do that he says that'll start my own fucking yeah, church <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean heard about his willy though I heard that he was that kind of like, uh, had so many genital warts oh. that it was quite the prize in Europe because of his uh, knobbly bits you know what I mean Not like, ribbed for her pleasure exactly and they queuing up for a go <laughs> I bit mean, looked like a massive gherkin <laughs> oh. <laughs> Plus, Calm, calm. <laughs> oh,
1: man. A bit rhyming slang there. <laughs> so, yeah, so the lizard king is in the ground yeah. now. The, the bastards under. Yeah. yeah. It's only two. We'll see what happens with Lizzie, see what happens with her. Yeah. And then next thing
0: we've got old Charlie's. Exactly. Find his turn. I'm, I'm going to predict it now. Queen had got along. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. When we take the road once more For the planting and the pearling And the berry fields of where We'll meet up with our kinfolk From all the world around When the gang of folk Take the road And yellow's on the broom When yellow's on the broom When yellow's on, on the broom And I'll get you on the road again
1: well, one thing we have to remember, you see, is that although it's Phil's funeral coming up, or it might have happened by the time you listen, you know, don't know. We can't guarantee he won't yet walk the earth.
0: <laughs> oh wow,
1: zombie Phil! Because this is a, um, a far right wing pastor, right? Called Jim Backer. Now I've seen this guy's an absolute shill. He's like Americans, yeah. American type yeah, weird that's right it. yeah, and he says. Jim Backer is now using his end times broadcast to warn about zombies oh, yeah, baby. yeah baby so for years right wing pastor Jim Backer has been using his daily television program to terrify his audience into believing that the end times are upon us, often for the apparent purpose of selling them products designed to help them survive the apocalypse <laughs> right, and it's literally that's what he does, it's like God. you know, uh, um, what's his name, Jones, who used to have that shirt. I can't his name now Alex Jones Alex Jones, Jones yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the guy it, he was selling some of these products that you i have,
0: have this big tub of stuff and food <laughs> and he can deliver years and you know ah well, it's yeah. like supplies big, big supplies big
1: supplies and that's what Jim Backer does as well oh, they basically right. have these big Survival tubs, right, which yeah. you can get, which have X amounts of protein and dried goods of this, dried beans, all sorts of stuff Jesus. to survive, you know. Um, but he sells it for stupid amounts of money, so you could actually build one of these kits up yourself yeah, yeah. for like a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah. And he's selling for like three thousand dollars, and people are buying them because God, he's selling them. It's so you know I mean? weird that he's still going on, they're believing him in this age. Oh, it is, it's absolutely shocking. But Bakker kicked things up a notch on Tuesday's program, which featured right wing conspiracy theorist Steve Quayle. Warning about aliens, demons, trans-dimensional beings, and diseases that are designed to initiate cannibalism in, in human beings, and turn them into literal zombies. <laughs> so... The conspiracy theories promoted by Quayle were so pervasive and convoluted that it was difficult to understand exactly what he was even saying. <laughs> 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 but he seemed to be suggesting that nasal tests for COVID nineteen were part of a nefarious plan to obtain DNA samples to be used in the creation of targeted biological weapons that will unleash a disease to turn everyone into It does not kill into flesh-eating zombies
0: (laughs) he's just watched I Am Legend night before and he's just like oh I can chew on this (laughs) bit and you just think
1: what? and Jim Backer asks zombies that are on the
0: earth are a disease like any other disease that affects people and they become like zombies is that right?
1: and Quail replied that's only part of the story zombies also have evil spiritual entity known as demon possession (laughs) So they're saying the best way to explain zombies' bloodlust is this: the appetite of demons expressed through humans, right? And that's so that's what they're saying. So, yeah, like, you it's know, possessed
0: all, by an evil yeah. demon.
1: It should be astonishing to people that the richest people in the world—not all of them, but some of them—are into occult ceremonies where they have to drink blood that's extracted from tortured children. Now that's sick. That's <laughs> the appetite <laughs> of demons expressed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the appetite of demons expressed through humans.
0: That's sick. Yeah, tortured children, blood. Oh, how sick is that? <laughs> it's there's, right. There's, there's no. There's no evidence. There's <laughs> it all no goes ev- to PizzaGate and all that again, yeah. don't it? And just that mad explosion of it all. And That is just some, you know, that propaganda to look the other way and sweep somewhere else under carpet. But they love it, though. They? they love all that. I think people, well, like, well, like we said last week, I think people are
1: looking for an alternate reality to the one that's there because the one that's there is a bit boring. Yeah, yeah. And it, and and I think as well because they've created these alternates for themselves. When something truly weird happens, for example, like a global pandemic, yeah. they just pile all their sort of like weird, wacky beliefs that they've come to come together with they pile yeah. it all on that again. You know, and yeah. I just think it's it's really weird because. There's quite a lot of stuff I'm seeing now where all the alternative to the mainstream all alternatives to the mainstream are yeah. kinda of getting together in some weird club. Yeah. And this is all the people like I said said before as well last week again, the people at Crystals the people in the sort of like fairies, yeah. unicorns. The, the people in the far right, people who sort of believe in um, Aryan nation, all that sort of stuff—they're all getting together um, to sort of <laughs> think this is a government conspiracy.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, I don't think they're giving the government too much credit. To be honest, I've got
0: to say the thickest shit out there. Really, yeah. you know, what I mean, they can't organise anything. No. There is some dark, weird stuff going on, but it's yeah. like choose your fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to make sure you've got the. You know, Do you know
1: something that's the best
0: advice? Yeah. Like, choose your fight, and yeah. this isn't it. You know, what it mean? definitely, isn't, you know what I mean? Because it's it's an absolute shit showing it the whole world and some of <laughs> could be happening but they don't have to like bring it into like hulking fucking eating and stuff <laughs> <Kin-eating>. like. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Epstein's enough you know that's the reality of it when you look that's at someone like yeah. Epstein it's there um, you can't hide stuff like that and most of the time they don't hide stuff like that do there's people really doing it no. you know all these underground bunkers full of like farmed kids and stuff it's you like just, steady <laughs> well it's true you can't hide this stuff you yeah, can't hide it yeah. you know it's this
1: big you can't hide it it's like saying the flat earth and saying NASA's hiding the flat earth yeah. no you can't hide
0: this stuff <laughs> it's the earth we're on it we're in play <sighs> oh people no oh, no what the fuck are you doing with them <laughs>
1: See, what I think people need is to need a
0: hobby. Yeah. That's what people need, they yeah. need to get a Keep hobby. Busy. Keep, yeah, busy. Yeah, Keep busy. Keep yeah, busy, that's yeah, it. And
1: I think one of the best ways of keeping busy for me, you know, over many, many years now, is writing. I like writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So people are keeping busy by writing. Fan fiction, right? That's so a good one. Erotic fan fiction. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Erotic fan fiction about the ship that got
0: stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> <laughs> How do you turn that? Is it because of the drum of the cock and balls before it crashed? Or <laughs> I think what? That's
1: So this is by Malavika Pradeep for the screenshotmedia.com, Right, All right. <laughs> so as we know and we covered before on this show we'll have a quick recap yeah. that on march the 21st uh, march the 23rd 2021 the ever given a golden class container that's pretty good isn't it oh, a old golden old. class container wedged itself in the Suez canal after drawing a supposed dick pick in the ocean right <laughs> so the 400 meter long beast ended up blocking the world's busiest trade route for some some total of six days before it was refloated again right the unfortunate event was quick to steer a toilet paper shortage right that's oh, that, wow. that was another happening. one yeah another, another <laughs> one right uh and there's uh, the shipment of sex toys that oh, yeah, there. Yeah, books, sex, yeah. yeah sex asses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course there was like uh, loads and loads of, sort of memes and things like this you know but now people have started sort of like talking about um created this fan fictional line Now let's have a little look at the place, it's called Archive of Our Own, right, this is a website and it's like an archive of people where people can just write stuff and people can go and read it, you know what I mean so I might might get into this actually myself and you've got loads of sort of um, tags on it that you can link and the one, this is what it's called Suez Canal Anthropomorphic Right, that's what. So uh, when you anthropomorphise something, yeah. that's when you kind of humanise. It's like, you know, <laughs> oh look, at the little doggy. Oh, it's saying to me, it wants a treat. Oh, it loves me. Yeah, yeah, it. that's yeah, what yeah, we do. Yeah. We're adding human sort of like a emotion. Yeah, to, to some that inhuman. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know. So that's what. We, so this is what this is about. So this, this Suez Canal anthropomorphic. That's the hashtag kind of thing yeah. that I did it under, You know, and such titles along the lines of troubling the Suez. <laughs> inside you for days a <laughs> okay, now <Enal> of pleasure <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Oh, so, the,
1: so this uh, the common trope is that the Suez Canal is being lonely and has been longing for a lover until the ever give it with a bulbous bow wedges into her walls with a promise to provide a contact the canal has been deprived for decades what the hell is going on <laughs> so this is the thing this is well there is actually like a common thing of like sort of this kind of literature you know what I mean it's <laughs> almost a, a sort of uh, it's almost um how can I put it? it there's certain types of erotic literature which are so insane yeah, yeah. that they've become massive right? Um, Have you ever heard of Chuck Tingle? no <laughs> great name bro. Chuck well, he is Chuck Tingle's massive
0: you can find all his books on the internet right? Uh, um, of course they're on the internet oh is it oh wait go on is it the ones with like dinosaurs and stuff yes like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a link you know, on whatsapp someone was like sending me look this is great stuff this is great it, well his first book was called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt right <laughs> <laughs>
1: fantastic <Yeah. laughs> And uh, the big titles he's got going on at the moment um, My Billionaire Triceratops Craves Gay Ass (laughs) (laughs) Pounded by President Bigfoot
0: (laughs) (laughs) Taken by the Gay Unicorn Biker (laughs) (laughs) The imagery's brilliant, isn't it?
1: I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane (laughs) (laughs) Creamed in the butt by my handsome living corn so you wow. did mention that about Prince, you know, yeah, con- about King uh, King Henry VIII's the corny cock. Corny cock. But then he, he, he kind of goes metatextual, does uh, Chuck Tingle with uh, such with such things as angry man pounded by the fear of his latent gayness over a dinosaur transitioning into a unicorn, right? Got it. Slammed off. in the book by my Hugo Award nomination. <laughs> pounded in the book by my book pounded in the book by my book pounded in the book by my book pounded in the book by my own (laughs) book
0: I love this guy (laughs)
1: and there's another one which is Donald Trump's ass is haunted by the handsome ghost of his incriminating tax returns (laughs) (laughs) a haunted ass (laughs) billionaire Elon Muggs takes the handsome planet Mars at his
0: butt (laughs) it's the whole planet yeah. oh well done so I really
1: really want to
0: read
1: some uh, <laughs> Tingle we might have to do it on it the,
0: the pictures on the covers are brilliant as well if you've ever seen any no, of them he does them all himself does he he <laughs> photoshops them all himself <laughs> well I've got one a bit funny actually going back to the uh, the sex butts um, a bit of a listen, listener feedback or at Doc's maybe last Sunday and I was just waiting for uh, Pete to finish shitting somewhere I don't know what we're doing but um they having a little glass of beer Sun was shining, and then suddenly Mister T pops up again. It, you remember a couple of years ago, he was haunting the dock area a little bit. All right, and he, he pops up. And he's like, Eat fool," and I'm like, "I am Mister T." What, all right, Mister T. No, he's, he's from Wakefield, but he acts right, okay. <laughs> <hands laughs> like Mister T. Is it he fool? You know, you keep talking about sex butts, and I'm like, "Yeah, just check this out." And he, he showed me his phone, and I managed to take a photograph with my phone. What he Right. Okay. So apparently, there's a, there's a an eBay in the China called Wish.
1: You ever read oh, yeah, I've got a wish. Yeah, wish.com.
0: And yeah. It, it takes a longer time to get your cheap goods, you know what I mean? But they, they sell all sorts of weird stuff. And Mr. T, you said that I was just browsing. Uh, well, yeah, Mr. T, I, I don't really believe you there, but he showed me this to me. He? Yeah. Right, so he's on my phone, I took a graph, I think. God.
1: he really prepared
0: for this? <laughs> As always. <laughs> <laughs> so i it's a bad photo but I'm going to zoom in and can you just read the the first few lines of that for us and then have a little look at the picture (laughs) enjoy! The first few lines are,
1: silicon reality vagina panties inserted into the vagina to thicken the buttocks female transvestite pussy pants,
0: transsexual for fake fake underwear to enhance the buttocks so it's a full suit you can slip on and okay. you've got like a little pee hole. You basically you took you you todge into this pee tube, so you can yeah. pee with these panties on. And you've got like a I don't know one of those like fake vaginas at the front, so you like you took so it. So on. It sort of
1: smooths down yeah. all your all you know, your, bits your bits. You gives you, know what I mean? you uh,
0: rather than giving you a, um, a venus schnitzel. You get a bit of what on it. Basically, yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought oh, thanks, wow. Mister T. He said. I said, yeah, so I said, yeah, thanks, Mr. T, he said, pledge a fool, and I'm it. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> he just popped off again.
1: I wonder uh, if they do them in uh, the different colours, Mr. T colours. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> he's white, Is this Mr. T, he just, <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like an idiot,
0: you know what I mean? Wow. I hadn't seen him for years,
1: and he just popped up with that, I thought, oh, wow. Well, if he's well, been it? browsing that sort of malarkey, maybe <laughs> been, he's been around just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <He laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> well the thing is that, so what I would like at some point to investigate a bit Chuck Tingle and that kind of thing yeah Until yeah definitely then, would you like to hear one of the erotic stories ooh. about the Suez Canal and ooh the yes please right. let's get it on so this is written by somebody called Jay the Salty Bastard right? <laughs> 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 and it's called Stuck Inside oh ever given pursed her lips so no, Suez Canal said angrily. Don't. I'm not talking to you. Uh, no, Suez Canal cut off sharply. Zip it. You got us into this mess. Ever Given shot back. You're the one who wanted to use a knotted dildo. She gave a half-hearted tug of the strap, making Suez Canal moan weakly. Fucking hell.
0: <laughs> A knotty dildo
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that is
0: <laughs> And I'm not going to Google Let's it let not
1: Stop moving, Sue's canal hoofed, Burying her face into the mattress I'm too sensitive for this Ever given obliged, falling still There was a silence for a moment then You think you should call someone? (laughs) Absolutely fucking not Suez Canal growled (laughs) Jerking in panic And accidentally tugging the strap The movement pulled Ever Given forward a little And accidentally shoved the false cock A bit deeper Oh my
0: god why is my butt hurting just listening to this? Suez Canal keened and spasmed around it Clenching down Oh shit sorry
1: Evergiven said, sitting up on her knees. I could try pulling out again, she suggested after a moment. I'd go slow. Ugh. Suez Canal whined. Fine, just just get it out <laughs> she huffed, bracing herself. <laughs> Evergiven <laughs> nodded, placing her hands on Suez Canal's waist. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled her own hips back slowly, watching as Suez Canal trembled and tensed at the feeling. Oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we should go much further, to be honest.
0: We can, have you on? I don't think I want to hear him. There's I a lot do. more of it, really. Oh my God. How does it end? Does he get out? Well, yeah.
1: I don't even know who's up who and who's... <laughs> Apparently, suez Canal whined and buried her face in the soft sheets of her bed, trembling as she attempted to relax her muscles further. But eventually, I think... I got a pop and it came out. Mm. And it says, and then, do you want me to run you a
0: bath? <laughs> <laughs> God, it's, it's another world, isn't it? Perversions and weirdos. I'm just looking at this, it's And it's written by Salty, Salty Bastard, is it? Yeah, it is by Jay the Salty Bastard. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, it's I a mean, dark I, world. As I
1: said before, you know, people, it's good to have like a hobby and mm. you know, you've got to keep yourself busy. Mm. But, Maybe not writings for everyone, eh? <laughs> yeah. Maybe some people should be doing, I don't know, collecting football stickers yeah, or yeah. something like that. But Trains or something yeah. like that. And it does show that during lockdown people have a little bit too much time on their hands.
0: I think so. And yeah. everybody's got really perverted by themselves
1: oh, and stuff I on that, That's it. They need to find something different, I do They yeah, need yeah, to keep yeah. looking and find something that's going <laughs> to take them into a, a different direction, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you long from mango. Her, she fell from down. My little girl will go home. Thy ragged lady comes You see, if the world looking for something different to do, I might have the answer. Ooh, right. Because I think you're gonna like this as well. This, I've only literally just discovered this today, this one, right? this, this is <laughs> fresh, fresh off, off, the press, off the press today, this. There's a new app claims to make you trip like you're on LSD, <laughs> 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 right? This, <laughs> this is a downloadable app, right? And according to reviews, it's surprisingly good.
0: Well, how can it go? Yeah, pray tell.
1: So this is Victor Tangerman for neoscope.com, right? Yeah. We've had him before it tangled. Yeah, I him. think we might have actually, yeah, yeah I think so. It's yeah. Very possible. I think he I think he gets around a bit. Yeah. You'd know? <laughs> <laughs> been tangled. Yeah. In fact we might have had him today. Did we have t tangled on today? I don't know. Okay. But um a new smartphone app called Luminate promises to alter your consciousness something akin to an LSD trip. Just by using flickering lights. Oh God, no! That ain't for me. I don't no. like all that would all look swirly whirly. Well, and according to Vice, it may actually work. Its creator claims the app can help you guide your brain into a unique and powerful altered state of consciousness, between that of deep meditation and classic psychedelics, and not just having a fit or. Well, I, that's the thing I worry really? about. Yeah, that's the thing I really worry about. <laughs> In other words, a clearer mind or a greater night's sleep. So it's created by UK software engineers Tom Gallier and Jay Conlon, Conlon. Hmm. and the app's goal is to make subconscious exploration more accessible than ever before. From interviewing people at Burning Man about what freedom means to them, to months of EEG brain scans developing and optimizing our method of inducing altered states using light and sound, our journey has been anything but ordinary. And that's what says on the app's website, right? So they're not just sort of taking like a big sort of uh, just a scientific approach. They've actually delved into the spiritual type, so it's sort of like it would be interesting to do this sort of thing. So even high profile celebrity actor and and Golden Globe winner Rosamund Pike, I don't know her, do you? Nope. Nope. Uh, Has invested in the company. He's now the company's creative director, right? At a basic level, as a light flashes, the brain also flashes in sync. Sending a signal that something's changing, Galea told Vice And gradually that synchronisation with the light spreads through the brain and allows you to send it into a desired state. Ooh. Right? So, in the real world, that means you're holding the flashlight of the back of your smartphone up to your face with your eyes closed, right? right? While sitting in an otherwise completely dark room. In this desired state or elevated consciousness, According to Vice, the brain experiences increased functional connectivity and decreased decreased activity in its default mode network. In the most extreme cases, it can give you hallucinations while your eyes are still closed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh this is trippy shit. That's what that I
1: Well apparently I mean what I've been looking at all this these machines have been around sort of like for an awful lot of years actually uh, the, yeah. there's there is light machines you can buy that have been invented which are meant to do this sort of thing for you. Yeah. And very early examples are ones like hypnotists use like with swirly wheels and stuff yeah, like that. And the,
0: well that's something of like a candle and someone went in front of the candle, you would get light off like a pendulum type. That's it, it's sort of meant to disrupt and it,
1: again like again like with pendulums do you, you watch yeah. a pendulum pendulum? And your the sight of that will sort of cause your body yeah. to fall into that rhythm. Yeah, the true, so, yeah. I think there's a lot of this stuff, but it sounds like a lot more complicated. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Really,
0: I feel better that, that you're closing your eyes. I'd, you know those ones when you, you're looking at screen and you, you're seeing like um, a vortex or you're know, yeah, you know, yeah. really psychedelic, and you'd look away and your head's absolutely scrambled, is not it? Yeah, I feel better that it's, you're in a dark room, eyes closed. Oh, that's a weird sight and it's so some like 70s sci-fi movie or something oh, isn't it? Isn't yeah. I mean, all those flashing lights and yeah. music in your head and stomachs yeah. in you like we
1: killed everybody
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's it isn't it you just think if it goes wrong where does it bloody go it i don't know like the idea of that i must
1: admit i'm a bit funny with sort of like psychedelic drugs and stuff anyway yeah. because i can understand people taking some where you're on it for like a little while and you get yeah, the kid yeah. and you come like laughing gas or something yeah so. but the idea of
0: getting on the crazy train for six hours you know <laughs> like 12, 12, I don't yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Oh, keep yeah. My I'll say it just, yeah. it's just terrifying yeah I think know? I think it's a young man's game innit you know what I mean it's a young woman's game but I think it's that bit with youth I think it can be quite healthy like we've talked about before there's some you know it's um, used in the right way yeah it, it, it can be used for good but just Dropping acid all the time, you're just going to end up like the Manson family. Right? Yeah, well <laughs> you know that, that's I mean? why <laughs> I think it's really, really terrifying. You're <laughs> taking a step too far. Well,
1: it's like, oh, like peyote and all these other things that mm. people are kind of getting into as well. It just absolutely bamboozles people and sends them some Billy Bonk bonks. Exactly. <laughs> and that
0: other one, there's another darker one like the Amazon kind of drugs. That there's oh, like a big, yeah. It's a big thing, isn't there Now yeah, like it's it you know. getting high holidays, isn't it? So yeah. you came yeah. back here so good. Oh, let's
1: have a quick look at that. Oh, what
0: shagging about. a toad all. Weekend. Well, let, like, let me look it up on yeah. so we can find out what it is. Yeah. Ayahuasca. That's it, yeah. We yeah, I mean, keep and it hearing weird stuff about that. It's also known as Yaga or something
1: like that, and yeah. it's a blend of two plants. It's the Ayahuasca vine, uh, which is a Banisteriopsis uh, capi, and a shrub called Chacruna, right? Yeah. And its that's name is Psychotria viridis so Psychotria, Psychotria right, you know, like yeah, the which contains a hallucinogenic drug uh, dimethyltryptamine DMT oh. so there you go that's what yeah. that is you know. isn't that
0: like, is it Joe Rogan he keeps harping on about loads of yeah he's done it a few like times that? hasn't he I think. Yeah. I
1: think he's done it two or three times I know there was a big thing of it happening in uh i think it was in new york there was a guy who was doing it as in holding classes like he was like a bit of a yoga class guy yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he'd kind of shut down the yoga studio and then he'd have these things he'd act as a shaman and wow, do these yeah. things apparently it's been a bit of a bit sort of um, a big deal you know yeah, and there's been a lot of deaths on it yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know one guy went completely batshit didn't he and killed a yeah. killed woman out was it in brazil or something like that yeah that was horrible um, so you you've got, you've got to be a bit careful with all these yeah, things. Yeah. But I do think uh, I, I mean I, I will confess now I'm not I'm not a drug taker really. I don't take take stuff. But it's, I am extremely interested in the idea of microdosing. Yeah. Uh, I think certain things like ketamine or LSD and the super super tiny doses mm-hmm. can be great uh, to combat some sort of mental illness. And stuff, a, yeah, lot of, a lot of yeah. different in depression because I think a lot of people who are just born with a lot less sort of. The happy, dr- happy drugging yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So, just a little bit of a tickle of it. I think,
0: yeah. I think, like I say, modern society, you know, I think you're not even down to smartphones. That's why people have embraced them so much because they are causing chemicals to reawakening your brain, innit? Yeah, yeah. I think they're doing it for no good, really, like Facebook and all that. Yeah. What's that, what's that drug it gives you? I mean, like you're getting a like or something, uh, you? Yeah. You're getting a little kick in your brain. Uh, it's what's them into it. Oh, my. What's the end of it? I'm doing look it up <laughs> <laughs> dopamine <laughs> dopamine that's yeah, the it gives it. you dopamine yeah, yeah, yeah. did it look up. did we there, <laughs> there we <go>. it's <laughs> in a brain somewhere in there <laughs> a dark cave dark empty cave <laughs> it's dusty with a little boxy Oh it no. no that's in it. it's a dildo and a little bit of little bit of paper that says dopamine it's all that's in there <laughs> loads of guano and that's it yeah. <laughs> literally batshit <laughs> <laughs> but it is you just think how big those you know how where we've gone through social media and TikToks yeah. and all the rest of it it's just ludicrous and it's all like dop- dopamine hunting in it or well I, I went on TikTok for the first time about a week or two ago uh,
1: and I just I thought I'll have a quick look at this see what yeah, it's all yeah. about literally 45 minutes later yeah. I was still there and I look, at it and you just it's the little sh- it's the worst yeah. this is this is the
0: the crack yeah. of the internet world it yeah it's, it's the fastest hardest most uh, addictive
1: and he, you're not seeing anything yeah, it's, it's the time mid- machine
0: isn't it yeah. he, time doesn't apply when you're looking at that thing and it's because it?
1: It, if you don't like what you're watching
0: you, it doesn't matter because it's going to be
1: over in about 15 seconds yeah. something else is exactly. this is a 15 second television program for some gone and no wonder people's got no sort of attention spans anymore exactly. you know yeah, without it's the, mental. yeah no, you, know, it's you can see to, it and, it, t- and the thing that triggers me with it it mixes the things so it'll go for something funny, then it'll go for something dangerous. You'll see, yeah. then you'll see somebody sort of like having a, a weird accident. Yeah. The next thing you know, you've got some sort of flipping teenage lass shaking and knockers at you. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, somebody else is doing a weird dance with a shaking their yeah. ass at you. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've got somebody falling in a canal. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, everything is triggered all yeah. at once this constant soup of trigger, 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 trigger. Yeah, trigger. Yeah. Ah. I, mean, yeah.
0: I think we're, we're definitely at the age where we've had the for, you know a certain amount of time and then someone's going to go horribly wrong with fucking online shit you know yeah. what I mean I think, I think we're there like, Yeah, I think yeah.
1: it's starting to happen now you know what I mean because it's like I mean even motivating people to do things mm. in, in the workplace. It's all just driven by
0: people staring at the phones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So totally. you know, you hey, get back to earth, that's what we need, yeah, get back to reality. Totally. What we need to do is take a shitload of drugs and take a walk in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need yeah. to
0: do. <laughs> oh, I imagine I see that. <laughs> Go fight a badger. Yeah, <laughs> ripped your teeth. Rich on your tits. <laughs> <laughs> <off> your tits. <laughs> Come back a man then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wearing his pelt yeah. <laughs> nothing else. Happy days. HAHAHA <laughs>
1: We're quite bad, and all those sex asses got trapped in the uh, in the Suez, didn't we? You know, terrible. Yeah, yeah, it could be disastrous,
0: <laughs> you know, for the sex ass
1: industry and their and the clients. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know these. Um, the Chinese have got a bigger problem, you know, with their imports coming in from like Nigeria at the moment. And this is a this is a story from uh, the Street Journal, right, by Jenny Essie Obakowo, and this is a Chinese authority sees seven thousand. 221 human penises
0: oh, on cargo ship from Nigeria. What the hell do you mean? How many?
1: A total of 7,221 penises of African origin have been seized by the Chinese customs officers in what has now been termed the world's biggest seizure of human organs in history. Oh Jesus
0: Christ, what has happened Matt, what is that? <laughs>
1: The organs which were hidden in a refrigerated freight container were seized when the ship harbored in the Shanghai Port following information from an anonymous informer who alerted the Chinese authorities. The organs were packed in 36 boxes labelled as plantains inside the refrigerated container on a ship that transited from Lagos, Nigeria and the ship's crew consisted of four Nigerians, two Malayans and two Cameroonese
0: and they're now being detained. What do you think of that? Oh, that is such a dark story. That is it's fucking like weird, isn't it? It isn't weird, that is not it its weird thats just horrifying. Please tell me they were adults, Dodgers. Right. <laughs> well, well, what I'm look
1: at is these organs are the common commodities now, but they are certainly harvested in unsanitary conditions or contaminated at some point, so we can't let them out on the Chinese market.
0: What do you mean market? What do you buy a penis for? I have... No idea why they'd want. You can't sew it onto it, all. Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> you can't sew it onto. It. What else can you do with it though? I mean, what's in a penis? You I mean, these are African ro-
1: or origin, right? So this basic, we are t- talking about sort of black men's
0: willies, right? Yeah. Going off to China, and I oh, don't know shit, what Shit, man, for. that's so dark. How did they get them? I what they're going to do with it? These them? African penises. And they're not going to blend them up for some bloody. You know, they're not always having like rhino horn or something like that. They're not going to like, have a bit of a smoothie with them or something like that. Well, let's, it says here that. Um, We know that penises from Libya and Sudan fetch higher prices than those from other African war zones. What the fuck is going on (laughs) with these? Higher price and markets for them and that? Oh,
1: so describing the organ's value as high as illegal drugs, he said that the specimens of this size usually, usually fetched around $160,000 each on the black market. Like, literally the black market. (laughs) 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 And its total value
0: was more than $1.15 billion dollars. What? Chopped off cock? <laughs> yes. That is just what they're doing, Matt We need to know.
1: And the, adding that similar seizures may be becoming more common over the next few years as armed groups in Africa
0: turn to organ trafficking to finance their military operations. Oh, God, that's so dark. Those nutters out. You, you, oh, those military. What are they call militaries. Oh, well. yeah, the, the military, yeah. It's just horrifying. Yeah. Oh well, we could do a whole show on those. Exactly. exactly. It's, you you what going yeah. on doing what they're doing, what we know about, and they're chopping loads of cocks yeah. off. It was well. a very a famous one called Colonel
1: Butt Naked who used to <laughs> <laughs> and he was literally naked, he claimed he was bulletproof. Oh, and is it the, the
0: ones that wear wigs and stuff like that? Yeah, they were, yeah it, it, they're, all, they're all absolutely ranched. Yeah, yeah. There's another one
1: which I found absolutely terrifying which was a, a one of these milita- military t- groups and there's like about at least thousands of them and it's yeah. two children who ran the group you yeah, know, they were
0: know they're, they're, they're literally dressing up, every person's got a bullet with their name on. And they believed if they dressed up, the bullet couldn't find them. So the the, the those child, you know, those two that were in charge, of that yeah. game, they were all absolutely ripped off the tits on drugs. They're all dressed like weird women's wigs on, and you know, really colorful, crazy outfits. Can you imagine that lot coming into your village. It's just oh, chaos and craziness, Jesus isn't it? You know? but,
1: so I I, I don't, I'm thinking. To me, right, I'm willing to bet that this is all about. Um, I bet they're eating. I bet I bet it's one of those things to sort of get like uh, basically with the big, rhino bigger horn. yeah that's yeah. it it's actually it like yeah the and, I think, and I think it is that sort of like sort of I don't know if it's true or not, but it's like a, it's, it's, it's a very racist trope. Is that yeah, you know, yeah, black, you know, black willies are bigger than some like you know, there's <laughs> a sliding scale of willie sizes. I mean, there's a belief that the black lads are doing better than most. You know what I fair best. play if it's true. Yeah. You know,
0: what's the logic about eating one? To get
1: yours bigger. Well, me. if they're eating rhino horns, to sort of like powdered mm. rhino, or sort of, and they're having tiger penises, aren't they? And there's tiger penis soups, a big thing. Oh, I mean, right. the idea of uh,
0: any dick soup to me is not. Oh man, I that's, think that's what so this is gonna be. gross and weird. And there's a market for it. There's a market, fight. and I think it's going to be the, probably the, the cock ultimate. market.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So we'll have to look up his, um, any recipes for uh, black cocks, which is, or any cocks for that Yeah, line, you yeah. Know what I mean? And I just don't think it's cock-a-leaky soup, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you see,
0: I, I can't understand it. I find it absolutely Jesus weird. You know, Christ. imagine finding that, you know, opening it up. And think, what are those? It's a, know, sack it? yeah. <laughs> <Literally> <laughs> oh, a sack of dicks. Yeah, literally a sack of dicks. Oh my god! Absolutely vile. That is horror show. I'm not running about conspiracies later on. You get your hands around that. You know, yeah, literally. But, um, but <laughs> well that's what they should be looking at. it is, you it? are absolutely it's right it's there in plain sight isn't it yeah. you'd have to go make it all up about reptilians and stuff it's these containers of cocks <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll follow this story
0: closely yeah, queasily <laughs> but closely shit
1: in this content. oh my god oh it's alright it's only a
0: couple of beers oh Jesus we're at it again <laughs> we've got um, sort of
1: sent the wrong no, balls. Oh, that's it it's just a couple of oh, what you, a couple oh. of cheeky beers Well, I do a final story
0: oh that time
1: it's again. that time
0: again <laughs> oh it
1: always happens at the
0: cove it always
1: comes around too
0: soon you know
1: and I like to have a little bit more of a cosy story yeah let's cheer me up something please like
0: that was right? that terrifying me <laughs>
1: And it's like, you know, what what what's have you got a favourite animal there? Like have you got a, like a pet or something like that. There we have pooch. Yeah, like a little pooch. Well I might yeah. have found well, maybe not the pooch for you. Oh. Right. And this is a chihuahua that's been described as a man hating demonic rage machine. <laughs> 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 And the headline is Man-hating Demonic Rage Machine Chihuahua Desperately Needs a Lesbian Couple To Adopt Him
0: <laughs> Oh, is it men in your right, So it hates
1: men Yeah so this is Lily Wakefield For uh, for Pink News right? right uh, cool. And uh, he says If you're a lesbian that has always dreamed of owning A haunted Victorian child In the body of a small dog Then Prancer might be the Chihuahua For you right?" <laughs> Prancer <laughs> After months of trying to make Prancer sound Palatable to potential adopters 25 year old animal foster carer Tiffany Fortuna from New Jersey decided to post a brutally honest adoption ad for the 13 pound rage machine <laughs> 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 she wrote on Facebook there's not a very big market for neurotic, man hating, animal hating, children hating dogs that look like gremlins <laughs> but I have to believe there's someone out there for prancer because I am tired, and so is my family. Oh wow. Every day we live in the grips of this demonic chihuahua hellscape that he has created in our home. (laughs) Prancer, who was just two years old, began his life with an elderly woman who treated him like a human and never socialized him, which turned him into a neurotic mess. (laughs) Prancer came to me obese, Wearing a cashmere sweater and with a bacon, egg, and cheese McMuffin stuffed in his crate with him. Brilliant. Is that like something off Cartoon Network? It? <laughs> I should have known in that moment this dog would be a problem. <laughs> We've got on here? And she says, Okay, I've tried. I've tried for the last several months to post this dog for adoption and make him sound palatable. Although Prancer was terrified when he first arrived in foster care, his true personality soon emerged. Fortuna wrote, I was excited to see him come out of his shell and become a real dog. I'm convinced at this point he's not a real dog. But more like a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child that now haunts our home. Right. The Chihuahua categorically hates men, children, and other animals, so his ideal home would be with a single woman, a mother and daughter, or a lesbian couple. Prancer does, fortunately, have some positive attributes, right? He's loyal beyond belief, he smiles when he's exce- excited, yeah. right? And he's completely housebroken, so he won't be pissing and shitting everywhere, well, you good. know? Fortuna was sure to point out, however, that Prancer is only two years old and will probably live to be about 21 through pure spite. <laughs> so take that into account if you're interested, right? God, how bad is this dog, does it do? Her honest description of Prancer has gone viral and has been shared more almost 50,000 times, although the post's popularity has led to many applications to adopt the neurotic mess of a chihuahua. But even though they've had a lot of posts, yeah. he's not found the right home yet, yeah, right? Yeah, he needs to be something special with this dog. This is not the first time Fortuna has fostered an unnerving chihuahua. In 2017, she took in a tiny survivalist named Rumpelstiltsky, who lived for two weeks after the death of his owner by eating his corpse.
0: Oh, because I've heard it with cats and that, not with dogs. Wow. Now, do you want to have a little look at Prancer? Yes, please. <laughs> 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 Ooh, it mate. does like a little haunted Victorian it does, dog. does, does it? it? Like posh eyes, like kind of sneering, pushing his nose up and that. God, that's a nasty dog. When you God. sleep, I will come and lay across your nose and mouth. Oh, God, right, slowly creeping <laughs> across oh, you. Waddly bunny still in his oh. jumper, <laughs> reeking of McDonald's. <laughs> Sausage and eggs. <sighs> Prancer, you naughty so dog.
1: It's not the dog, you know. It's not the dog for you.
0: No, no, it's not we'll be time, no, will be feeding all the time. You won't
1: get on you. What fight, <laughs> no, but make egg and cheese? Yeah, gets it? Head to head no well wow. I, I hope wish him well yeah good luck Prancer good yeah, hope there's, hope a there is, there's a home somewhere for you there's a couple out there for you just waiting they'll be glad to have you in their home yeah. but talk about our home I think it's time for us to get back to it now we need to walk up the
0: store and sheds right. it's getting a bit
1: dark so let's get up there for something a bit more warming
0: mm, yeah. sounds promising so it's going to be a big bye bye from Matt and it's a bigger bye bye from Benny take <laughs> care guys see ya contact Kraken
1: Cove either by email at Podcast at gmail.com on twitter at krakencove or instagram at krakencove pod
0: haha